welcome, welcome everybody to episode 51 of the Mental Health Hour here on Twitch. Blaine is in the house. Welcome, Blaine. Good to see you. Uh, good to see everybody. All the live viewers stopping in to say hello. Craig, good to see you as well. Tracy, Thomas. Uh, we're talking intrusive thoughts tonight. Um, so for the next hour, we'll be going over um, what intrusive thoughts are, um, how to cope with them, uh, manage them more efficiently, hopefully, and what we do, what Gemma and I do to try and, because um, we learn, I learned a lot about intrusive thoughts specifically when I was down at rehab. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, everybody has them. It's not a entirely a uh, mental health problem, uh, so to speak, like a, a symptom of just one specific thing. Um, it could be a number of things. A big thing that uh, intrusive thoughts uh, deal with is OCD. Um, so it, it, it is a symptom, but it isn't. Um, everybody on earth has intrusive thoughts at some point. So it's mm -hmm. a completely normal thing. It's just one of those thoughts that get into your brain. Well, you know, the, the devil on one shoulder and the an angel on the other shoulder. Of course, the devil being intrusive thoughts. Um, and then the angel being thought uh, the voice of reason, hopefully. Um, so that's a little basic overview. Um, but before we get too far in, Gemma, how are you this week? I not too bad, not too bad. Better than uh, we were last week. Obviously, there wasn't a show last week because of everything. Yes, but, um, it's good to be back. That's for would sure. you like to fill us in if you or whatever you would like to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how so everything's going now? It was not last week. The week after, um, Thomas had been sent into school, not as normal. Uh, I got a call, less, he'd been in there less than an hour. Uh, they said that he'd spiked a fever. I went to pick him up, brought him home, put him to bed, because by the time I picked him up, his temperature was fine. Sure. Um, but a couple of hours later, he was, it was over 100 Fahrenheit, which is like 39. He got up to 40, 41 Celsius. It's like over 102 Fahrenheit, I believe. Um went delirious, uh, completely lost all ability to move, to talk, to communicate in any way. Um, this was on the way to the hospital. And it turns out that even though he's got his full remission status, he's still immunosuppressed for another six months till everything comes out of his system and he gets back to normal and he contracted chickenpox. Um which started affecting his health and things like that. So he was rushed in, put on IV antibiotics, IV fluids, IV all sorts of things. Had lots of scans, lumbar punctures, you name it, he had it. And then whilst we were both in there, we both caught COVID. Mm. Um, I was then two, three days later after being in the hospital with him, I was rushed off to another hospital and give him an IV antibody for COVID because uh, my SATs were at 71% oxygen. I ended up collapsing in the bathroom at the hospital. 
And yeah, that was because I was trying to ignore it and keep going. Because obviously, when your child's in hospital, you don't want to leave them. Sure. And um, I tried to keep going a little too much, and my body was like, no, not happening anymore. So, yep, we got the Rona. So we're all good now. We're both negative. Was that your first time getting? Yeah, yeah, first time for us all. Uh, Thomas had it, then me, then my mom and dad. Um, my dad's still actually testing positive, I believe. Um, okay. It seemed to take quite a while to clear clear out of my system. Um, so your your mom, uh, I guess your mom got, went home and um, yeah, and your dad got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she'd been visiting us, helping bring stuff. Yeah. Well, we got it from the hospital, so there wasn't a right lot we could have done by that point. Yeah, that's a nice courtesy of your stay here. Courtesy of your stay As thanks for your stay, we'll give you some doubt about the Rona, you know. And that's the thing. We tested negative on entry. So they couldn't say we'd brought it with us. It was definitely True. something we picked up there. True, and it sounds like Thomas had chicken pox the whole time, so that's not yeah. virus-related any anyway. Um, so, yeah. Well, good uh, good evening, Jeremy Stoltz. <laughs> Jeremy. Ladies. Hello, ladies, says Jeremy. Uh, oh, dear. Anywho, uh, good to see everybody here, though, and sorry we missed last week, but with everything going on, Gemma and I talked it out and thought it best mm. to take the week off. I could use the rest myself, um, so I wasn't complaining. I don't use anything really special up here. Just, uh, like I said, never mind. I do have the Brio up here. Yeah, that's what I need. I'll be back down at my normal home base here after July um, when everything settles back down. And both of us return to work. Um, Yeah, so intrusive thoughts. Let's talk uh, mental health. Um, What, uh, Gemma, do you have anything off the get go about uh, intrusive thoughts? Um, certainly having body dysmorphia gives me um, intrusive thoughts on a daily basis With it, when it comes to my appearance and things like that. Um, sure. Intrusive thoughts is, I guess, anything that can affect your thinking, rational thinking, day-to-day life, anything that would be deemed as technically unhelpful to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it can be just little niggly things like, um, I guess, something that can make you stop in your tracks for a moment and think about something. Sometimes it can be helpful, depends, not entirely intrusive, but then sometimes it can completely consume your life. And a long time it did with me, particularly surrounding the body dysmorphia and everything else. But. I think intrusive thoughts is something that everybody at some stage in their life will get. Mm-hmm. Just how significant it is and how significant you allow it to become. Yes. Um, and that's part of the what we'll get into a little bit. 
about mm-hmm. coping with them um, is mm-hmm. how how much you let them nag at you. Where and that's where the um, the folks that uh, deal day in and day out with obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD, um, they these thoughts completely consume their day. Um, it completely takes over um, until they until they uh, are able to put it at uh, peace or mm-hmm. do something about it. So just for example, if they're thinking about washing their hands, until they mm-hmm. mitigate that, I mean, it's just a, uh, a never-ending kind of bug that just takes over their, their being. Um, mm-hmm. Patty, good to see you. Welcome to the broadcast. Um, and a ray of sunshine is raiding. Uh, Ray, a great supporter of our show. Uh, and catch Ray live on his own streams um, there. Uh, at a ray of sunshine 21, there he is in the chat. Please give him a follow uh, and check out his positivity uh, and streams. Um, and we will continue to support our good friends um, as they support us out there. Um, and I'll just mm-hmm. throw him up there real quick. A ray of sunshine with our friend Ray there. There's his Twitter or Twitch handle. Uh, and catch his streams there. Um, on the regular, uh, Monday I, I heard he had it or I popped into his scope and he was dealing with power outage on Monday uh, in the area. So oh, gosh. Um, that is unfortunate, but I guess everything's straightened out now. Um, and right there also is our BioLink folks. Um, please take a m- moment at some point to go over to our BioLink slash TMHH for our new followers here um, and our new Raiders, it's good to see everybody from Ray's stream joining mm-hmm. us. Um, welcome, welcome to the Mental Health Hour. We do this every Wednesday uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is my co-host, the lovely Gemma. Um, she is in Leeds, England, and uh, she is at for for the English folks. It's 11 p.m. over there. Um, so she stays up with us on these. Wednesday nights, and, and she's been with me now on this show for whew, 45, 46 episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've done 50 episodes about together, and everything is over at our bio link if you are interested in checking us out and learning more about what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, every week we break down a mental health topic. This week we're talking intrusive thoughts. Um so very awesome to have you guys thanks for the raid um ray we appreciate you bringing everybody over here Mm -hmm. Um, so as Gemma was saying um uh intrusive thoughts can become more and more uh unbearable for those that allow them to uh take over their deck basically um 
so that I mean, when when we think about it, um, and I was I was going over folks with um, obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, for example, allow these thoughts to just consume their every being until it's mitigated, mm -hmm. um, some way, shape, or form until they deal with it in a therapeutic way. However, they're um, told to cope or are are learning to cope with their OCD day in and day out um, or they take care of whatever the thought is. Uh, for example, like turning the light switch off till they go and physically check that the light switch is off, then maybe there's peace. Um, uh, it could pop into their head again. Um, anyway, these are unwanted, triggered thoughts, mm -hmm. um, essentially. Um, and Gemma was mentioning about her body dysmorphia, um, how those can be, um, there can be intrusive unwanted thoughts there, of course, um, not as an obsession, right, Gemma? It's not so much an yeah. obsession. Um, um, do you obsess about when the intrusive thought hits, would you say you obsess about it until something is done or you deal with it or it just kind of lingers for a minute or two and then you move on? I used to when the uh, body dysmorphia was, I mean, it's always going to be there. It's not something I'm ever going to really get over. But certainly in the earlier days, I would completely get consumed by it and obsess about it. Uh, especially if there was something there, like, I guess, for example, just a really quick example of it. You could get like a zit or something. And in the grand scheme of things, it will go away. But I would obsess about it and get really, really upset about it. Um, like scars, things like that. Um, and I think the worst thing for me was the weight gain, uh, particularly after I'd had Thomas. And I couldn't get rid of it to the point where it became that much of an obsession. I physically tried to change that to the point where had I not have stopped, I could have seriously injured myself. Um, but once I was aware that what was going on and worked on, it was very, very difficult. But once I became aware of it and started getting the treatment and the help for it, mm -hmm. it's still very much there. But like you said about the good and the bad side, like the angel and the devil mm -hmm. on you, like, yeah, the bad side's like, oh, yeah, going on and on. But it's not as loud anymore. And the voice of reason is there, like, okay, yeah, it's there, leave it, it'll go, you can ignore it, you can put the makeup on, for example, stuff like that. And then finding ways to cope and uh, mm -hmm. and then think better thoughts, uh, think mm -hmm. more positively. So there's a, a term called lot lateral processing, um, where when you turn basically one thought, a negative thought into a positive thought or mm -hmm. a negative emotion into a positive emotion. Um, this was something very helpful for me to learn um, in dealing with uh, inpatient rehab uh, for alcoholism um, and uh, ultimately severe depression. Um, taking those depressed moments, those thoughts of uh, depression, um, those uh, negative thoughts about me, about my person, about who I am, uh, and just 
ultimately a general down in the dumps feeling and trying to laterally process that into positive thoughts, obviously uh, stuff that brings joy to my heart, joy to me as a person, joy mm-hmm. to my brain, um, which in turn kind of flips the overall mood, uh, the general mood that I'm in. Um, mm-hmm. It seems so uh, basic and simple, but it's very much so overlooked. I It's not something I thought of initially on my own. Um, it, it, take, it took somebody to really point this out and say, hey, um, you have to, I know it's hard at being in a depressed state. It's hard to get motivated to get moved, uh, to get moving and do something um, that brings joy to you uh, but you have to kind of get get that ball rolling so that slowly and surely that general mood and overall feeling actually does change for the better um so obviously i a little bit for if anybody's still in here that's new with us um i have um alcoholism i'm a recovering alcoholic Um, I'll have two years sober in uh, middle of June, so coming up, and um, uh, I've also uh, deal with severe depression, anxiety, um, the the gamut of of everything uh, that goes along with depression. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just... um, I, I went to an inpatient rehab facility and learned quite a bit uh, about mental health and what kind of causes these triggers and what have you. And now as a part of my 12 steps of AA and the 12th step of recovery for that matter is um, passing it along <clears throat> and you know sharing the good word essentially. And that's what this show really is all about is sharing our experience, strength and hope um, Gemma came on board uh, with her list of mental health issues and what have you um, to, to mm-hmm. join us uh, for episode five. And where she she was my first guest on this show, um, and um, she uh, just fit right in. So I asked her to stay on. Obviously, the show is much easier and much better with a co-host and somebody to bounce ideas and conversation off with rather than me trying to just spout everything I learned from my stay at rehab and my time working in a 12 step program. Mm. Um, but it is, uh, been an absolute blessing for my mental health and helps those intrusive thoughts stay at bay. Um, feeling or doing something positive, like I was talking about, like this show, has been essential to my recovery and my journey. Um, and talking with all of you in the audience, the live audience here with us every week, um, mm-hmm. our, our loyal viewers, uh, and um, and talking with some people that have just dropped in for certain episodes and what have you that all join our Discord and stuff. Um, hearing the stories you bring to us every week and talk with us about and, and let us into your life a little bit and um, being able to uh, communicate as a group 
and see that you, we're not alone out there, that everybody struggles and everybody deals with uh, some form of maybe depression or intrusive thoughts or um, body dysmorphia. Uh, um, you know, there's a whole gamut of, of mental health uh, struggles yeah. out there that we can all connect on some level uh, with, with each other. Um, me and you might not be able to connect on alcoholism per se. However, we can connect on some of the underlying things that go along with it. And, you know, it just happens to be one of those things that we can all come together as a community and, and discuss and share. And TJ. Yeah, sorry. As humans with empathy towards that naturally as well, like we want to, um, like, reach out help one another but also I think deep down we've all got something that connects us mental health wise one way or another and I know like when it comes down to the intrusive thoughts and stuff <clears throat> um, some of the biggest things for me was like when I first started live streaming and stuff overcoming those intrusive thoughts to go and hit live the go live like well why would people want to watch me stuff like that sure. and I'm coming that and I think that I think you were the same weren't you you struggled to go live at first yeah it's a it's, it's more of a daunting mm. thing um I've never been too shy uh around uh the camera or I mean mm. You know, I was a wedding DJ. You DJed yourself. Oh, yeah. um, so it takes a certain personality to get up and, and DJ a wedding for for people. Um, so, you know, the showmanship of it is not mm -hmm. a huge deal for me. Um, mm -hmm. It was more or less kind of going live with, you know, my story, my thoughts. Yeah. My, oh, um, no, no, being vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Um just being an overall, uh, why would, I guess, like you were saying, would, is, is anybody going to care about this? Mm -hmm. um, it turns out, you know, all of that is for not, um, uh, certainly people care. Um, certainly you connect with folks on some level. Um, and Twitch wouldn't be successful if it weren't for, People wanting to just get on and tell their story um, or sing a song or share their talent. Um, it's what Twitch is all about. Uh, live streaming, watching people play video games or, uh, you know, play instruments, play their music uh, and draw. Uh, we have great art community. Um, and, you know, just the, the, the works, positivity scopes like Ray does. Um, mm -hmm. getting on and just so yeah there was a bit of hesitancy going live just because of that initial uh, yeah that initial thought but once you get going and you start meeting people and you build an audience and you get um, a co-host out of the deal and everything um it, it 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 takes no time at all to hit that live mm -hmm. button every week you know oh yeah I know um, I probably enjoyed doing it. I missed it last week, even though, like, 
I would have been sat here and people would have wanted to have been knowing the emergency services number because I would have looked rough <laughs> and they would have wanted to call the ambulance, no doubt, for me because I looked that rough. But um, I miss doing it. And I've always said, like, the the willingness to want to help people uh, way outweighs any intrusive thoughts I have of myself and any intrusive comments, say, people may make uh, towards me. And that massively outweighs all the negativity around it. Sure. The willingness to want to help and the ability to connect with other people. You know? Yes, definitely. Everybody connects on, like I was saying, on some level or another, whether it be this content or mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy um, doing doing a drawing stream, sharing his art with us, um, yeah. getting folks to connect with the artistic side of things. Um, and what you have uh, come out of it is just a great, usually pretty good conversations and good friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've seen, Gemma and I, since we started this show, um, the the Discord community that we've created from it has grown massively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we right now we have 11 followers, or I mean, I'm sorry, we have 11 viewers according to my account um, yeah. studio at this given moment, but we've been up to 20. Um, people come and go as they um, can. It's an hour show. We don't expect uh, there, that's why there's replays and stuff. If the, if the material grabs you, you can always catch the replay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but if you look at our Discord, we're up 60, 70 followers. And those are all people that have caught our show at some point. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, as Hattie is mentioning there for us, we are planning to do uh, a very popular thing that our, our friends of this show and everything and our, uh, have really enjoyed is the write-in show. Please send us your questions uh, June 1st. Next week, we will be doing our live Q&A. So mm-hmm. this will be our third one. And yeah. everything from intrusive thoughts to um, depression to alcohol-related questions to anything yeah yeah body dysmorphia we've we've gotten it all from our audience Mm -hmm. and they're all anonymous so feel free to hit the bio link or that um that link there that hattie's provided um Mm -hmm. and and send us a question um and catch the episode next week um and uh tj says i've missed hearing you guys anxiety kept me away um, sorry to hear that, TJ, but we're we're here every week. Uh, the replays are always available for you. Um, if if being here live isn't uh, working that week, you know, please uh, feel free to catch the lives all over there on YouTube. Um, I'm gonna have to do some fancy editing, I think, for this one because we've been live for 31 minutes, but my Twitch session says it's only 21 minutes. So apparently we lost Twitch feed at some point uh, mm. and it came back. But anywho, uh, let's get into some slides here as we are at the halfway mark of the show and we haven't really gotten into our mm. 
our meat and potatoes. Um, but we actually, you know, we have been talking intrusive thoughts and um, everything that goes with it uh, along, even when we're just discussing how much going live helps us. Um, yeah. It helps with those intrusive thoughts as well. Uh, so Gemma, if you are ready, yeah. uh, just to start off, I mean, here's some, here's a look at some common thoughts that we deal with. Um, yeah. Okay. This around the wheel. So we have here some common intrusive thoughts. I'm going to start at the top and work around like a clock. So thoughts of crashing your car. Um, I'm going to do something inappropriate or embarrassing. Uh, that's that's really good when you have say like um like when maybe when you go live for example or if you have like a big event or something coming up and you it's a big thing for you uh, inappropriate thoughts or sexual images thoughts of doing something illegal flashbacks to bad memories that's a very very common one I know both for myself and many people uh, thoughts of hurting yourself or others. Thoughts of leaving the house unlocked or an appliance on. Oh, I'm very, very good at that. The number of times I leave the house and think, did I lock the door? And I have to go and check that. that. And that falls into your OCD. Mm. Um, folks with OCD, yeah. one of their, their big things, um, mm -hmm. such as that. Yeah, very much so. Uh, thoughts of being a failure or a burden, like a burden to other people. That's um, a very big one for myself as well. Getting stuck on negative self-talk um, when I mentioned the body dysmorphia, things like that. Uh, thoughts of doing something violent. Or I'm going to get sick or I have a disease or serious illness. That's a big one for when you get maybe diagnosed with something new. Or maybe a loved one becomes gets diagnosed with something new. I find that doctors are very good at giving you the name of what it is you might have, but not giving you much information about it. And I, I know myself and many, many other people, I'm sure this applies to, if you're told that you have something or a friend or a family member has something and you're not quite sure, the urge to go and look that up is so great. But you can end up looking on Google for, like, say, if you've stubbed your toe and the next thing you know, you're about to die, something like that. It's not sure. You need to make sure that you're using a reputable site for a start. And it's like catastrophizing on what you have and making sure that you don't. Making sure you don't overthink things and what think like the worst case scenario. I know I've got a scan next week and I've been worrying about it for months. And it's really hard to try and not overthink things and just think, well, you know, I've got the scan coming up. It is what it is. We'll see sure. what happens when it happens. It's hard sometimes to not think the worst case scenario. So, uh, yeah, that's those ones. They're common issues. Yep. Um, and mentioning, uh, you know, you, you had said something about catastrophizing, um, and mm -hmm. that just is a good reminder and segue to our episode about cognitive distortions. These can obviously all be 
classified in that cognitive distortion, CBT, DBT kind of um, classification of, of thoughts, you know, the, the putting these thoughts on trial and, mm-hmm. um, and looking at it in a more of a manner of uh, pros and cons, what's true, what isn't, um, and then going from there, uh, after putting the thought on trial, moving to a better, um, hopefully, thought about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with this one again, intrusive thoughts, how to cope with thought loops and intrusive thoughts. So a thought loop would be literally, as it says, something that's coming into your mind and you just can't get it out of your head. It's constantly yeah. going over it. And often when you're going over it over and over again, it, as it keeps coming around, it keeps getting worse. It catastrophizes and it's just like like a broken record, literally. If you've got a broken record or something and it's constantly going over the same bit and the more it goes over it, the worse it becomes. So find the source of the thought redirect your thoughts to something else focus on letting the thought go practice self-soothing and self-care so we've discussed many times different ways to deal with like this and different things you can do for self-care rationalize your thoughts which can be hard but you know that's uh, putting that that's putting that on try that thought on trial like i was just talking mm -hmm. about yeah yeah uh, let your thoughts just be a thought. So having the thought, you know, that's normal. It's fine. But don't overdwell on it. Don't overthink it. Like, notice that you've had that thought. Like we did with the, um, when I did the, oh, I can't remember the name, the body scan. Like we talk about with pain. Notice mm -hmm. that you have that pain. Notice that you have that thought accept it without the judgment of having that and move on from it and don't always let it become a reality yeah um, yeah not every thought that you have um is going to be one mm -hmm. that needs to be a reality like yeah. folks have something as simple as i don't know if you've ever uh had if anybody else has ever this is going to sound kind of demented and weird maybe um if i'm the only one <laughs> but <laughs> Has if ever if ever you've been on top of a like a tall building or mm -hmm. something um, or a balcony and you're kind of looking over and you just the thought enters your head that hey I could jump at any time mm -hmm. not that you want to or you plan to or that you ever think to not that you're suicidal not that you want to harm yourself just an intrusive thought that pops in that you have the freedom to. Mm -hmm. I mean, this could be a reality at, at any point. I could just jump. This mm -hmm. is what I'm kind of de discussing, saying let's not make everything a reality. This this is obviously not a thought that needs to be a reality. This is just a, it's basically, mm -hmm. I think of it as my own way of protecting myself and saying, let's not get too close to that edge because uh, mm -hmm. it's more, it's not, a, it's not a fact of I could jump. It's a fact of, this is pretty dangerous and pretty yeah. safe area. Let's kind of back up a little bit or tie ourselves off or something like that. Um, yeah. so, Just because you can doesn't mean you should kind of Absolutely. thing. Yeah. I think it's completely normal to uh, 
for, for a thought like that to pop into your head just to remind yourself that hey you're in a precarious spot uh at this moment and mm -hmm. um you know not necessarily i could jump but i could also fall or trip yeah. or stumble um then you know you just realize the magnitude of the situation you're in yeah 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 um, and here's like anything it says right at the end reach out for support always yes. okay um, and a couple of tips for moving forward are these next few slides um hang on let me let me throw this one up first yeah let me, uh, so intrusive thoughts and how to deal with them okay so intrusive thoughts are unwelcome involuntary mental patterns or unpleasant ideas that may be upsetting or turn into an obsession. And then they are closely related to OCD. You'll find that a lot of the traits actually are or become an obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm -hmm. They can cause depression and many deal with them via substance abuse. Sure. It says many doesn't necessarily mean that you it will but it can like with anything it can uh intrusive thoughts can be devastating but there are ways to deal with them it says yes and uh that, that'll take us into these tips and a good thing again like we've said many a times if you're noticing these journal them because yes. not only does it help to get them off your chest but if you later on go for getting that help it's always a good thing to have something to refer back to mm-hmm Right, so this is understand your core values, tip one. This will help you understand why intrusive thoughts affect you. So a study by Concordia University showed that 94% of the global population experiences intrusive thoughts. So 94%, that's, that's a huge amount. That is. Um, it's almost everybody. So mm -hmm. you are not alone with these intrusive thoughts. Um, everybody deals with them. Um, mm -hmm. I actually think 94%. I'm surprised it's not 100. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I'm sure at some point in their lives. Unless they're everybody. counting infants and, and such, because we can't really take their their survey. But mm -hmm. understanding your core values is, is first and foremost for a lot of things, mental health related. What do you believe in? And what are your core um mm -hmm what are your core values and ethics and stuff? Go back to basically go back to basics, go back to square one. Um, moving forward. Yeah. Um, so we have tip two is to accept and move on. When you arm yourself with the knowledge that these thoughts will happen, it makes getting rid of them much easier. So it's again, like we said about accepting that that is, what's happened it's accepting that that is something that um like we said with the body scan and things accepting it without the judgment and moving on yep. from. and then tip tip three never uh running away never works people tend to run away when it's something that is upsetting facing intrusive thoughts head on and they will go away I definitely can say that running away doesn't work because no matter how far you think you've run away from it, at some point it will always come back. It doesn't mean it will like somebody will physically be stood in front of you, 
for example. But if you're getting those thoughts and putting them where you feel like running, running away from them and putting them in the back of your mind, at some point in your life, they are bound to come spilling out again. Yeah. No matter and, uh, how much you think you've got rid of them, they will come spilling out at some point. And it's usually when you least expect it or want it. And we run away in, in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. You've you've touched on accepting it, um, so I'm not going to um, cover that anymore. You, you uh, went over that pretty well earlier. Mm -hmm. um, but running away, as uh, to add on to what you were saying, um, I we uh, uh, the previous slide was talking about, or two two slides ago, whatever it was, talking about folks that turn to substance abuse. Um, that is another way of running away from a problem. Um, yeah. You can uh, turn around about face and run the opposite direction. Um, from your problems, or you can turn to uh, another outlet, um, such as substance abuse. To try and blow it out. Yeah, to try and to try and uh, forget, and it does. That's a what they call a uh, short-term solution to a long-term problem. You'll mm -hmm. forget about it that that night when you're in your drunk, um, but then tomorrow when you're good and hungover, <laughs> uh, <laughs> your problem is still there looking at you and waiting for you. Um, so face it head on and deal with it and cope. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, oops, just swiped out of it. There we go. So tip four, they're not real. It's important to remind yourself that these are just wild snippets of your imagination and have nothing to do with your reality, particularly if you make sure that they're not the reality. If you keep going over it and making it your reality, consuming that and make, letting it consume you so that it becomes not necessarily the thought as such becomes your reality but your reality is clouded by this thought which is why it's so important to make sure that you do let it go and mm -hmm. make sure it doesn't become part of your reality and that your reality isn't clouded by this Yep. Um, perfect. Nothing really to add there. It's just what Gemma was saying. It's it's uh, um, basically that, like we talked about at the beginning. If uh, if you weren't here at the beginning of the show, the devil mm -hmm. on one shoulder and the and the angel on the other. Um, Very much. And then tip five: a change in behavior won't do good. You know that those thoughts aren't you, so there's no reason to stop doing the activities that might be related to those thoughts. Sure. Um, changing your behavior. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. I guess in the, in the sense of somebody with OCD, somebody mm -hmm. that struggles with OCD, uh, they... they they can't stop washing their hands altogether. Uh, mm -hmm. That would be unsanitary, unclean, and, and not the right move here. Um, but managing the feeling of washing your hands to an uh, extensive amount of times per day 
is mm-hmm. more of, I think, what this is relating to. Um, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Am I explaining explaining that correctly? Yeah, we spoke about the uh, the hand washing and stuff because I I've had that myself, and a lot of it's to do with the psychological. This like not ne- not always necessarily d- doing it, but it's about limiting with that limiting that yes you know that you you should wash your hands because it would be disgusting if you just stopped altogether yeah but it's normal to do it but limiting the amount of times you do that but then with the behavior in general like if it's something that if you know that it's like unless of course you're breaking the law and we're not talking about that sort of behavior but you being you and doing your own thing and doing what you enjoy that's 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 normal that's you but having it like maybe because you think that for example bringing back into the live streaming and stuff um for an example there was a few times where i've had maybe one or two viewers and i thought nobody's interested anymore in what i've got to do or what i've got to say or whatever me changing that and thinking okay yeah that's true nobody likes it and stuff it's not going to do me any good because maybe that day everybody was busy I don't know so keep going with it if you know that it's something you enjoy something that's right something that isn't illegal um why change it just it's changing the thought process rather than the actual behavior right you know exactly probably loads of ways to explain that <laughs> yes you don't want to you don't want to mm. give up everything that's good in your life and you don't want to make you don't want to make decisions uh changing behaviors like hand washing that would be unsanitary for your life um yeah. uh, you know so that's perfect and a special good evening to jim in chicagoland joining us from Thank his drive home again uh, it appears that it is his birthday so happy birthday to jim in chicagoland yes. Uh, a very special catalyst Wednesday um, mm. birthday celebration. I have something um, to send by a, a message later from Thomas as well. Awesome. Yes. And last but not least. Right. And then tip six therapy works. It will help you understand the part of your psych that is more prone to react negatively to these thoughts 70% of people with serious disorders like OCD are treated with cognitive behavioral therapy we've discussed CBT before which has proven to be highly effective and as we have said many times on the show therapy isn't a a one-size-fits-all if you are finding you are in therapy but it's not particularly helpful have a look at changing your therapist or what it is that you're doing because everybody is different when it comes to therapy. It's not a case of you've got a headache, take a tablet, it'll go away. You know, it's not that sort of thing. As with medication, as with therapy, it, it really is structured around the person that is receiving it. So if you're not finding it helpful at the end of the day, you're the customer, you're the person that is receiving this. So you need it to be adapted. So it does work for me, for you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if it's not working, it doesn't mean it's never going to work. It just means that it will work maybe with somebody else. 
and hello to Good Karma. Good to see you in okay. here. Welcome to tonight's episode. And Jim promises us uh, during tonight's catalyst, there's no tornadoes during the cast. So not quite weather enough to uh, mm. get out there and uh, start up with the fire pits yet. But we're definitely getting there, getting into <laughs> the good, uh, good weather days. Um, as Hattie reminds us, please check out Catalyst tonight with Jim, um, and we'll go over that again here towards the end of the broadcast. Um, mm -hmm. But it's good to see uh, everybody stopping in again, all the live viewers, and thank you guys for stopping in for the support. Thank you for your constant bits and subs and um, raids um, and, and everything that goes along with this Twitch uh, platform. Um, so it's great uh to definitely uh to definitely see all that support we love it and uh good karma says i have ocd so i'm listening in um yeah that was tonight's topic um we'll be wrapping up here shortly unfortunately but uh it sounds like penelope is already awake and uh creating havoc downstairs so i have to hop off right at seven tonight um but uh it's good to have you in here. Replays are always available. Please mm -hmm. uh, feel free to check it in. Uh, check it out. Um, intrusive thoughts was tonight's topic and what to do when those intrusive thoughts come in. Um, everybody, or at least 94%, as we've just learned, of the globe deals with these intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. I say it's 100%. Uh, but... Yeah. But uh, definitely, um, definitely uh, something to discuss, um, mm -hmm. as it, as a great deal of us deal with intrusive thoughts, um, and they're just triggers and catalysts, if you will, if I could use the term, mm -hmm. um, for um, negative behavior, uh, if we allow them to become reality, um, which is kind of what we were discussing tonight is accepting these thoughts as they come. As you're not going to get rid of intrusive thoughts. They're always going to be there. Um, and uh, it's just coping with them and dealing with them um, rationally. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess is the key word. Rationally uh, thinking and, and dealing with these thoughts. Yeah. Um, and it's learning as well, like, what is an intrusive thought? for where it's from but also what has been planted there maybe by other people because a lot of the intrusive thoughts that I've had was initially if you look back being planted there by somebody else because having dealt with narcissists shall we say um in my past and even now they they love to plant the seed of doubt in your mind and especially if this is somebody that is influential in your life for example maybe parents significant other if they keep saying those things to you that can then become part of your reality and it's to try and get it so that it's not something that you believe and that it's not then becoming ingrained into your brain as a reality and then becoming an intrusive thought 
because that really is all it is, something that has been planted there by somebody else. You're trying to recognise that that's where it's come from and not allowing it to become ingrained into your brain as a reality. Yeah. When the reality really is that it's come from somebody who is likely putting it there as a way to keep you down and keep you right where they want them. It's like when we said about Play-Doh, for example, or like a dough, they are molding you to exactly the way they want you to mm -hmm. be. And if you don't fit with their agenda, if you don't fit with how they want you, they'll keep going and going until you do. And if putting those intrusive thoughts in your head is what they need to do to get that and make you become a shell of the person that you once were, make you believe those things so that you won't go out wearing that that outfit or you won't go out and see those people or you won't speak to these people or whatever, then that's what they'll do. And then that becomes not just them giving you that behaviour, but it becomes part of your intrusive thought as well then. Indeed. I mean, that's well put. Um, very well said, Gemma. Uh, and thank you, Good Karma, for the 300 bits. Um, again, as always, thank you, everybody, for all, all of the, the bits and the, the resubs. Jim in Chicagoland resubbed. Uh, Good Karma has subbed, it, it looks like, which is awesome, amazing. Um, and thank you for the raid at uh, Ray of Sunshine 21 tonight. Don't forget to catch Ray's awesome positivity scopes. Um, mm -hmm. when he goes live Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Um, and uh, let's talk a little community calendar. Um, as we've talked, or as we've mentioned, tonight we have Catalyst with Jim in Chicagoland, who's driving home from work right now to get ready and set up and mm -hmm. have dinner, uh, no doubt, with family. Um, but he'll be on at 11 p.m. Eastern time tonight, Jim in Chicagoland. Uh, at Jim in Chicago land for his Twitch handle, catch him unwind, relax uh, with a welcoming audience next to a warm candle. There's nothing else quite like it for your midweek chill zone with Jim, a uh, master of words and uh, talking to the candle and us, the audience. Yes. Uh, he fields any and all comments. So come to the party with whatever you want to discuss. There's usually a theme that he'll throw out there, but he entertains everything. So come one, come all to Catalyst this evening for a birthday celebration with Jim. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, let's talk about next week on our show. Next week we have um, the live Q&A three, our, our third time doing this. Uh, please get all submissions into us before next Wednesday. Um, they uh, the the link is there in Hattie's um, comment, and you can also visit the bio link for it. All submissions are hundred percent anonymous um, through Google Docs. Even if you were to write your name or write somebody else's name or whatever, we can't verify that it's you. So. It is 100% anonymous. Unless you were to put some code that only we would be able to ask you the code or the PIN number or whatever, mm -hmm. then we could verify that it was you. But really, 
It is 100% anonymous. Feel free to send us any and all questions. These have been very popular shows, um, and they usually run about an hour and a half for us to get through all the submissions. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll probably be on for an hour and a half next week from 6 to 7.30. Yeah. That's what I'm planning on. Um, and what else do we have? We have uh, Ray of Sunshine. We've talked about Ray, a great supporter of the show. Uh, catch his streams uh, Mondays and Tuesdays are at 7, I believe, and then today, Wednesday, was at 4. And uh, join our Discord, please. Join our Discord if you would like to join a great community um, of, of all folks here in the live audience and the folks that catch the replays, uh, etc. Great community. Gemma, do you have anything to add? Am I missing everything or anything, or did I hit it? Um, no, I think you've covered everything. Um, just thank you again to everybody for being here. Um, obviously, we had the week off last week, so thank you for coming back to us for episode 51. Here's to many, many more. Um, Indeed. Yeah, get, there's the, uh, the Discord if you're not on there. It's in the bio link. Don't forget oh, the sugar. <laughs> Hattie is reminding me here in the comments. Thank you, Hattie. For all yeah. things funny, please, I did not uh, forget uh, uh -huh. about our good friend Ella, the bunny mom. Yeah. Uh, she streams okay. here on Twitch now as well. But her site, more importantly, www.mybunnyvalentine.com. Use my promo code FIREDUDE15 to save 15% off your order. Um, and support our friend Ella in her uh, in her uh, mission to save all the bunnies worldwide, <laughs> rescue all of the rabbits, if you will. Um, and then, yes, Jim was putting our website on there as well, TMHH Online. Everything is in the bio link uh, as mm -hmm. well. So it is good to see you. I have got to jump as Penelope is awake and waiting for me. Um, Sounds like Mama's already feeding her, so that's calmed her down a little bit. But anywho, it was a great show. Thanks for joining us. Um, no raid tonight as I'm going to shut everything down. I don't know if that'll do something. So we're just going to go outro. And uh, thanks for joining in. We'll see you guys next week for the live Q&A. Get those questions in. Thank you.